0: Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. That is right. Cody is doing the intro this week. All right, so we got Jess to come into the studio and talk to us about a couple things. And what you're going to hear today is her talking about employee referral programs. We use an employee referral program at Service Autopilot. So if I recommend uh, someone to be hired to be a member support rep or another position that we're hiring for, uh, there's a bonus that gets paid to me. For doing that, we're talking about how those systems work, kind of how far is too far, uh, how can you use this system to always be hiring. So, if you remember back to, uh, gee, almost a year ago, that we had Martha Woodward on to talk about uh, employee incentive programs, this is kind of looking at one very specific employee incentive program and how, if you remember Martha talking about, and if you haven't listened to the episode, go back and listen to it, but what Martha talked about was that you need to find a way to make your problems, your employees problems, because if you make it their problem, they have a reward built around solving your problem. They're going to go solve it. And this obviously like hiring is beyond the scope of, you know, your average cleaner who's in the field or, you know, lawn care technician, whatever it is, they're not responsible for hiring. But if you offer them some incentive around hiring, then they'll probably help you out. So Jess is going to talk about how, how we take care of that. Jess, thanks so much for joining us in the studio. Uh,
1: So Jess, as we kind of were discussing in the intro, it, I think it's everybody's dream scenario to work with their best friend, you know, or a family member or somebody really close, but that can, that, that has the potential to backfire. When, when is it a good idea, or let me just ask the question point blank, do employee referrals? work in the workplace
2: yeah no and I I I definitely think they do um, especially if you come at it the right way Um, really just making sure that it's front and center all the time Um, a lot of the things that we do here for example post stuff in the break room uh, make sure to include it in the break room Um, whenever we have postings that go out we like to include just a small little piece in the email that says just reminding people of the referral program the guidelines etc and then also doing it new hire orientation, so they have that information from the beginning too.
1: So, what, what's the worry about? You, you know, you talk about uh, the pro, a program. You're talking. Are you? We're talking about incentivizing employees mm-hmm. to refer people, correct? Right, right. In one way, shape, or form, or another. Mm-hmm. What's the? You know, you, you know that where this next question is coming, right? What's the? What's the risk if someone? You know, what if I refer Cody to work here? I mean, that's just. <laughs> problematic isn't it i mean just to just to get the bonus money i know he's worthless and he's not worth a hoot but i mean you're sitting right there man (laughs) what am i supposed to do
0: i'm just gonna look at you coldly
1: thank god it's a podcast no one gets the vibe it's fine so no okay but i mean okay but in all seriousness i mean what what there is an inherent danger isn't there a risk of people just referring people for the money and even if i mean obviously you have to hire them they have to get, they have to get they can't just dangle wet laundry in front of you and, and get money out of you but i mean at the same time there is some potential There a risk what's All right uh, how do you feel about the balance of of having you know uh, the balance like where where where's the risk reward kind of yeah. lie within that
2: well i mean i think that um you have to investigate everybody that comes to you, right? Um, even if we don't have a position open, really, best practice is to talk to anybody that somebody refers to you, um, because more more than like more likely than not, they're going to be somebody that you're going to want to talk to. Um, this this person has a good idea of the culture here, how they're going to fit in, their knowledge base, might have worked with them previously, has some insight into them. So I just think really doing your homework on them, making sure that. You talk to them and then bring them in and set them with the right people to interview with, too, to really get a good feel for them.
1: Do you, would you recommend or would you consider looking at additional references as well, possibly other places they've worked? If, for instance, the person referring them wasn't a former colleague of theirs, mm-hmm. if it's just, you know, a buddy or, or a family member that they think would be a good fit, do you do you kind of seek out more professional references as well and really go after those hard?
2: I think that's important to do, but I think that's something that we do here pretty consistently regardless of if they are a referral. We like to really get that reference, go and dive into their background and make sure with everybody. But to answer your question, yes, I mean, you, you definitely do want to do that.
1: As far as, uh, so let's go back to this, this program in, mm-hmm. in terms of incentivizing employees to refer um, their friends, their family, former colleagues, et cetera. What cetera. Um, w- what are the, what do you think are the best practices? If I wanted, to, if I'm, if I don't have a referral program in my company currently, mm-hmm. what are some of the, I guess the starter kits or the wh- where should I start or where should I set the bar uh, in terms of incentivizing my employees to refer workers to me?
2: Yeah, well, I think the, I think the first thing you have to do is look at what they're going to want. Right, you want to make sure that you're making it appealing to them. Um, And then just get the word out. I mean, just tell everybody, communicate it in a lot of different ways um, to get the word out there that, hey, we're looking for somebody. This is who we're looking for. This is a skill set. And just get that word out there because odds are somebody's going to know somebody that'd be a really good fit for a role at our company.
1: For sure. So, um, you know, when you say what they want, like, can you can kind of spell this out for me a little bit? Bear, yeah. they want money. <laughs> I, okay. Not so, everybody yeah, is okay, like so you. Let's, they can't, okay, let's they can't survive
0: the on beer and cigars. Like, <laughs> some of us need cold, hard cash.
1: There's nothing wrong with beer and cigar incentive programs. I've said this before. I've, Jess has it in writing on her desk <laughs> in three they present, copies.
0: they present certain liability issues, as you have been told many times. That, that's That's fine, but I can still dream. And that's all right. This is America. <laughs> I can dream. So... Okay, so let's address the elephant in
1: the room. So where where do we set the bar in terms of money? Is, is, is $25 too less? Is it insulting? Is it too much? Like, I mean...
2: Right. And I, I mean, I think just to your point, you've got to look at what you're capable of doing from your own business perspective, right? And how many positions you're trying to fill and what you really can afford to do. But again, I mean, you want to make it worth their while. So... I mean, I'd say you at least want to make it 100 bucks or so to do something like that. But, you know, you can think outside of the box. It doesn't necessarily have to be money. A lot of companies like to do gift cards. A lot of companies like to do... Um, why is
1: that? The gift card thing has always existed. I've I've worked in other places where gift cards are, like, thrown around. And it, it seems so much easier. Like, well, why don't you just, like, why don't you just bonus me or or, or do something else? And, and like... It, it, depending on the place that i've worked it's like a hard no like no here's a gift card be grateful and i'm like it's free money so why you know i'm not going to refute it but what what's the deal with gift cards
2: they're so easy to get you can go to 7 kroger anywhere just roll up and they're gonna have a gift card somewhere there i mean it's most just of the time, it's like a,
1: it's like a visa gift card it's like <laughs> worth 50 bucks i can i can use that money anywhere so the i mean it's like you can't cut me a check it's that it's that hard it's that much harder <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that would be a great way. So, uh, so all kidding aside, that would be a great way to curb, you know, you know, some, you know, administrative work on the back end is, is obviously to use something. Like you said, think outside of the box So gift cards. What about something like PTO? Granted, that does create some administrative work on the back end, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's. I, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, yeah. this, I know PTO has been thrown around.
2: Right. And I think that's something relatively easy to do from an administrative standpoint, but also something that employees get excited about. Oh, I can have mm-hmm. an extra day off in the year and plan to do something that they've been wanting to do. Maybe they're out of time. So that's always something that's a really good option.
1: So here's a question that's related, but not related. If if you were given the choice, mm-hmm. you, yes, personally were given the choice a uh, fifty dollar gift card. No, let's make it hundred. Let's make it the C note, like you said. A hundred dollar gift card. Here's a hundred dollars cash right now, or one day of paid vacation. What are you taking?
2: I'm taking the paid vacation. Right. Yeah. Every there, time.
1: There's a danger in that though, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm losing. Work, uh, well, it's going to ultimately cost me more. But I'm losing. I'm losing a day of labor from you. Right. Right. So. So do I not give my employee the choice or do I give my employee the choice? Is that in, is that another thing to kind of put on the table too? Well, to I think incentivize them? It,
2: I mean, I, I, I do, but I think it's something you need to consider. Maybe make it, if you're really busy at a certain point in time, kind of like we are, like most businesses are, maybe have it be more of a, at a time during an off period or what's it's not as busy so they can still take advantage mm-hmm. of it, but you're not really losing any, any labor from it.
1: This is going to paint my former employer in possibly a bad light. So I'm not going to mention my name, but, so he um and it wasn't my last one it was the one before actually um but uh he he actually started off with uh, here are days off that we would normally get off labor day christmas eve day before thanksgiving day after thanksgiving holidays like that right or typical days off um we weren't a federal institution so it's not like he was mandated to, to give us those days he frankly he didn't have to give us christmas day if we didn't want to but the idea was if we hit certain bonus points or certain goals or once you know in this in today's example of you know we normally are open for the day after thanksgiving however you know if we do hire one of your you know if you do some we can give you the day off what about something like that
2: oh i mean i think I think you again. You just kind of have to be a little bit mindful of that, you know. I think you need something that's that's pretty clear, I guess. Yeah. I the think, more the more uh,
0: rules you put around it, the yeah. more it's like, uh, I don't want to have like. They start to think about the rules rather than which of their friends they could refer right. to get the job. Like right. the more fences you put up around it. The more hoops they have to jump through, it's gonna be less likely that they're gonna Yeah, and to help.
1: I don't wanna I don't wanna insult anyone. I mean, business is business, and if you have to be open on the day after Thanksgiving, then you have to be open the day after Thanksgiving. That's yeah. that doesn't make you the world's worst person in the world. I think to, but it could create animosity in the workplace. Even mm-hmm. you know, oh, just because Steve referred somebody, he gets this day off. Well, my family's all at home and blah, 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 blah. it could be it could have a nev- negative setback. Yeah, Steve's right? a
0: better employee than you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but to kind of reposition the conversation, to think about this in terms that I think all business owners are pretty comfortable with like you have to spend money to get leads to get clients and we're all comfortable with that and we look at those costs and consider how much that client's going to pay us over their lifetime with our business uh and so we justify the expense that way and when you think about one good employee who stays with you all season Mm -hmm. is worth so many clients so, like, spending a hundred bucks to get an employee who lasts is a, is totally worth it,
2: right? It's that's completely invaluable, really.
1: Yeah, you know, so and that brings about another point too. So, you know, like like Cody was just saying, you know, for a, for an employee that can last the season, what if what if you're all all staffed up? You know, you you've got, you know, do you take the referral program down at any point? Is it like, is it only when we're hiring? What how, you know, what how what do we do here? As far as once we've instituted the program, is there is there any rollback on it? or?
2: Yeah, no, and I think that's a good question. Um, I, I think it's something that needs to be available all the time, regardless of if you're fully staffed. You could have somebody that knows somebody that's an absolute rock star that could really be beneficial to you, and you don't want to take them just because you don't have a position at that time. Something's probably going to open up soon, and now you don't even have to bother looking. You already know somebody. You have their resume on file. It's just a, a good practice to have.
0: Yeah, something I've heard Jonathan talk about a lot and Mike Callahan uh, is building a virtual bench, having people that are ready that you're like, okay, this person is hireable. uh, So when we're ready to hire, if we have to let somebody go for like, they showed up drunk or whatever it is, like, you know, that happens and you have to fire this person right away. You need to replace them really quickly. You have, you know, all these people waiting in the wings. Martha
1: Woodward's talked about that too.
0: Always be hiring. So it's
1: not even mm-hmm. necessarily of keeping the you know if you're all staffed up you're you're basically just you're you're one you're one nightmare away from being short staffed
2: right exactly
1: so um, well obviously with, with with smaller companies it's a little bit easier if I know that for instance if I've referred bad employees in the past and they this never worked out for one reason or another uh, you know when I come to your referral there's obviously some caution there. Um, But for larger companies or, you know, if you've changed practices, you've hired an HR department or something like that, for example, uh, and you're not directly invested in in the hiring process as much as you were in the past or something, what's a good way to keep track of of making sure that you don't repeat bad mistakes?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I, I think it really just has to do with making sure that, you know, your communication is out there with everything that you have you're clear in what the guidelines are and making sure that everything's pretty clear right it doesn't get too muddy or anything and um i think that's really important to do so it's clear because if you start thinking and putting too many roadblocks up people are going to start thinking about the negative things about it instead of what the positive is right
1: right well here is one negative thing and i think this could be like our final point perhaps so you know if me again me personally me consciously if i'm referring someone to you Mm -hmm. for example like i'm i'm giving them the pep talk like beforehand i'm like listen dude if you get hired don't screw this up like i like my job don't mess this up for me i've got a good thing going here i'm gonna give that talk and i think most people out there if they refer somebody in good conscience, is gonna do that Mm -hmm. um And you know, most of the time, if you have great employees, they they may even say, "Hey, listen, man, you know, this is a great place to work. If you get hired on, I'll split the referral bonus with you." I mean, there's 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 all that kinds of stuff there. I mean, they just they just want them to do well, but they're getting the talk from me personally. But I I gotta tell you, like, even though I've sat in your office and I've actually referred somebody to you, there's still that nagging thing in the back of my head is if they come in, they wow, and they get hired, and they screw this up, like it's gonna really reflect poorly on me. Behavior towards me is going to start to change. What about that, just that nagging bug in the back of the head? What can you do?
0: How do we resolve that objection? Yeah. How the employee?
1: Exactly.
2: Right. And I think a lot of employees have that fear, right? I I think it's a, you know, it's going to be up to management to do a good job of um, really just reassuring that employee. Hey, even if it does go bad, let's say this in no way reflects upon you and it shouldn't because you did this in good faith and, it shouldn't reflect on you whatsoever.
1: Do you ask for the money back?
2: <laughs> Never. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> so uh, you your brother was a terrible employee and he uh, broke several pieces of equipment. <laughs> so if we could, uh, we're just gonna you
1: know. T- we're, we're, just, no, we're not even going to ask for the money back. We'll just cut it out of your check, right? I mean, that's
2: <laughs> solid,
1: solid work there. Solid work.
0: Solid work. Uh, so what kind of, how do you track this to make sure the program's working?
2: Yeah, there's um, some metrics that I like to keep, just who our hires are, where I found them, making sure Which employee referred them. Yeah, exactly. If they've been paid their bonus to make sure we're delivering on our end what we said we're supposed to. Um, But just making sure that we're consistently getting those referrals, right? It doesn't have to be a ton every month, and it, it varies. You could get a lot one month and none the next month, but just making sure that they're still coming in. And if they're not, then maybe there's something that you need to change on the program, or maybe just do a better job of communicating it with everybody.
1: Well, Jess, I really appreciate you coming by today to discuss this. It is a really worthwhile, it, for, for what it's worth, I know we, we painted a lot of some of the negatives and addressed some of the negatives. I think for what it's worth, I think it's it's absolutely a fantastic idea, and I know you agree with that, um, to, to put in an employee referral program into your company. And as to Cody's point, it really, really does uh, reflect you know affect the bottom line in a very positive way. If even if you're handing out a hundred bucks for that one em- good employee and if they work out, they're worth it, they're absolutely worth it so.